Number 25. We're halfway to 100. Wow. No, a quarter, a quarter of the way. way. 25 is a lot, though. Yep, especially when you go uh, a month and a half between shows. Yeah, how long have we been doing this for now? I don't know, like almost two years. Wow. Or maybe two years exactly. Impressive. But that means we haven't done enough shows. <laughs> it means we've done one show a month. That's not that bad. Yeah. Um, what's happening? You know, <laughs> you've been sitting next to me for the past... 10 hours so you know exactly what's happening yeah it's almost fashion week by the way we should remind people what they're listening to this is the needle in the mouse the uh intersection the technology of fashion and the fashion of technology what's your name again i'm dan fromer i'm lauren sherman in case you forgot and uh we are joining you from our kitchen <laughs> slash well, dining room dining slash room, living slash room, living room. <laughs> uh, gotta love new york yeah, um, and so Fashion Week starts this week. Yes. Apple event is next week. Yes. What so day is the Apple event? Tuesday, September 9th. Okay. So let's that's talk like, about something completely different. That's um, right in the middle of Fashion Week, actually. Yeah. Do you think that's on purpose? No, it's not. No, but it's uh, it's exci- more exciting this time, I think. Yeah. It just means all the shit's happening now. So we have a few things we're going to talk about. Yeah, what's what's number one on the list? Uh, do you want to talk briefly about spring, or is it too late for that? No, yeah, let's talk about it. Or should it. we save that? <laughs> let's talk about it since I brought it up. Okay, let's talk about it briefly. I mean, we're probably going to talk about it a bunch again. We can spring talk about is it like time. probably the most, uh, the loudest technology slash fashion, technology X fashion app app of the summer. Yeah, of ever maybe, in well, terms of. In terms of pre-press. Yeah, I guess so. What is it? You've been writing about it a bunch. Yeah. Well, I've been thinking about it a bunch. I wrote one story on it so far. Um, <laughs> cool. It, it is a shopping app. The idea behind it is Instagram, our dog is totally about to bark, by the way. He's like, he's right under me getting ready. Hey, Ralphie, come back over here. Um. Anyway, spring. So the idea is Instagram is a really great place for fashion brands. It's really visual. It lets you tell your brand story very easily, but obviously it's not shoppable. They're not going to make it shoppable anytime soon. They what made does that it, mean? You can't, you can't click from an Instagram post straight to a product. If you they can't post, click on shit. You can't yeah. even link to a website. Exactly. So if they post a pair of shoes, and there are all these weird apps. I've done stories about like these weird apps that try to make it easy, but it, they all have like eight steps. And Take a screenshot of the Instagram yeah, with your exactly. phone. Email it to yeah. your mom. And some smaller, and we've talked about this also, some smaller comp- like stores have, they basically do online auctions. They'll post something and say, the first person to post wins it, and you know, whatever. Um but nothing really is elegant or, or feasible in a real way. And do we know why Instagram is so lazy about adding this stuff? I actually uh, – I think you actually came and listened in to this. We were at this event where they were on um, a panel with a bunch of startups. And they – she basically said – I mean I just don't think they care. They don't want it the, – she said her the focus was on the user – not on brands. And this was when they had first started um, 
what's like the Snapchat type thing that they have? Oh, direct, direct messaging. Direct messaging, and she even said that they weren't like at this at this panel that we went to. They were actually not encouraging people to. Um, <laughs> he's a little devil. They were telling people not you know, brands not to get on Instagram direct just yet because that wasn't what it's for. It's for the consumer. It's a consumer first brand. I don't know what the strategy is five five years from now, but they I mean, probably don't even know. Yeah. So you I mean you know much more about Instagram and, and their strategy or lack thereof or lack than thereof, I do. Yeah. Um but it's it's not happening. So someone wanted to figure it out. And it's also there's a lot of noise on Instagram. I don't particularly want to shop on Instagram. I I don't follow a ton of brands on Instagram. I I tend to follow friends or, you know, people who are in my circle who I want to, you know, be a little voyeuristic about. Um, so I don't – it's not – they wanted to create something that made shopping via your phone easy and fun. So it looks a lot like an Instagram feed. The only brands, no stores, so not multi-brand retailers, no department stores are allowed on it yet. It's only brands. And so Stephen Allen has a quote-unquote shop. So you follow Stephen Allen and he posts photos and you can buy directly from the image whatever that item is. It's still a little hard to find the app. If you search spring shopping in the iPhone app store, you'll get it. Yeah. But if you just search spring, it's an app for teaching you how to increase your height there are a bunch of them i noticed a lot of foreign ones yeah workout Um, music but so it's interesting i i've used it once i haven't gotten the item yet i bought like a 15 dollar t-shirt from everlane so we'll see what the experience is when when it arrives but um yeah i have a lot of thoughts about it some of them you, I will, so you bought something? Yeah. Did it come yet? It hasn't come yet. So How we'll does that see. work? Do they just pass do they like is it like seamless where they send a fax to the Well, store? I don't think they send a fax, but yeah, I mean, they send it the stores own their back ends. So they run the back end um of of their so it, it whenever I'm shopping even though it's a they don't say it's a universal shopping cart because you can't kind of like leave stuff in a shopping cart but it's a universal checkout so my it's like Amazon Prime or Amazon you know yeah my so credit bills you and then sends the order to yeah um and they take a small transaction fee so that's how they're making money right now I don't think they're that's the point is to get a lot of users. That's not really the right the thing. Um, so we'll see. The experience is good. I really like Universal Checkout. I like the idea that I don't have to put a credit card in again and again and again. Um, there are things about it that have been disappointing to me as a consumer. Um, but I don't know if that's my personal preferences or like what. What are some of those things? There aren't. The brands that are on there right now, they're all very cool, but they're not all brands that I like. Mm. So they they were very, very smart about not teaming up with crappy brands. All the brands are cool and, and, you know, a lot of them are indie brands. I'd say most of them I would never buy anything from, so I don't want to follow their 
their um, yeah. things. So I'm not following that many And they people. kind of make you follow. Like I signed up for it too and I was very annoyed by the the, the following process. Like yeah, they, they automatically First they say, follow. here, follow all these accounts. And I clicked the thing that I thought would take me so that I could not follow all those random accounts. And that didn't really work either. So Yeah, I had to unfollow had, yeah. a ton of them. Um, and now... So I'm not following that. I think I'm following like, I don't know, 60 or Flash something. Flash flood warning. Oh, no. Great. Um, maybe I'm following 60 or so. But the it, do, it still doesn't feel like enough because a lot of these brands are really small and they only have, you know, 10 or 20 products, maybe even five or six products that they want to sell through there. So a lot of times it's reposting People are still trying to figure out there are some that are posting six or seven images at a time. So you're going through and it's like all the same brand. And I'm sure – and I know Spring is working with them to make make sure. I mean that rhythm and all that stuff is going to change as more brands join. Um, So I I don't even know how – what is Onia and how is it in my feed? Did I follow them? I don't know. I don't know. Shinola Dogbed is still there. That's nice. Um, Four left. Yeah, but you don't really know how many were actually in right, stock. But last it could time we looked, there were also four left. Yeah, but it, it could be really be 15, and they could be saying that to make it seem more urgent to buy. Um, oh, Spike and, looks cool. Yeah, there's really cool stuff on it. But and again, I don't know how that's in my feed. <laughs> I'm anyway, sure they matter. automatically follow people that you forgot to unfollow. Could be, yeah. Um. I don't know. I want to be patient with it because I do think it looks really nice. And yeah, I like it's a great idea. I mean, and I have been going to it. I yeah. have been like, ooh, after looking at Twitter and Instagram, and that was the big point was it was it was going to be like a time sucker. Um, after looking at Instagram and Twitter and filing through, I will look on there to see what's up. I don't know how long that will last. What's your um, impulse like? When do you? It's not. Is that on your home screen? No. When When do you think like? Oh, let's check in on see what's going on on Spring. When I feel tired out by Twitter and Instagram, which is a lot. Yeah. Like I went after I, if I've looked at the two of them and I'm like, oh, I don't want to look at them again. They're stressing me out. I, the great thing about Spring is that it isn't voyeuristic. You know, right. So you're not like there's no social stress looking at it. You're just looking at cute clothes and stuff. Whereas if you're looking at Twitter, you're like, oh, that person did that. Now I feel like bad about myself or whatever, hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, Do you think that um, and there's really no social element to it either? No, on purpose, which I... Are there which, comments? Which there's I like. There's, like, likes. No. And some of the and things I, actually have, like, quite a few likes. Yeah, and them. I do think that comments would be great. Are you sure there's no comments? Yes, I'm positive. Are there reviews? No, they, that's the same thing. Yeah. I bet that's something that they'll add. But that is... That's a slippery slope. Like... Right, because then... Because the other thing is that brands... The whole... The thing... The way they sell, sold it to brands, I'm assuming... And also just from the intelligence that I have from doing reporting there and all that stuff is that they sold it that you have complete control. Yeah. So comments for a lot of these brands, especially the smaller brands, are not something you'd want. 
But I personally would love to see some bigger brands, and I'm sure they're working on this. I mean, LVMH is an investor. The CEO of Prenza Schooler is an investor. There are there are some big time investors, fashion people involved in this, which is rare for for a startup. Um, I'd app, love to app see. Is really well done. It's beautiful. I'd love. To, it's really easy to use. It works. Super clean. Um, There's a little playfulness to it, but it's not. Nothing's tacky no. about it. And I and I love the discover tool. I feel like I, I have. There? I have oh. found some cool stuff. So how are they make? Do they do they have like editorial team doing this or something? They do have an edit. I, they have a small edit team, I think, and they're also going to have like guest. I hate this word so much, but guest curators. You oh. know, like when you use correctly it's the actual well, correct it really word, so. it, it actually doesn't mean that but um it's a, okay that so a on time. friday it's an article all about stripes it's lists yeah yeah cool so i like it i think it's nice i would love to see a j crew on there um j crew is the one i think of in particular because they have so many different SKUs. they have yeah, so many different crappy, products and no app and a crappy mobile yeah. website I mean that they probably are going to be the last ones because that's just not a focus for that company. But I love to see them on there. I personally would love to see some department stores again. That kind of goes against what they're trying to do, which is give the brand control and give the brand a platform. But I would love Netaporte to be on there. I would love um, like Netaporte could do whole theme like if you only want to look at workwear from netaporte or wedding stuff from netaporte or whatever um but i think that is a few a year, at least a year down the line if ever i mean i think they would like it, it not to happen but right now there's not enough product so they're gonna have to figure out how to fix that and i'm sure they are i mean it's literally been around for less than i think it's been two weeks exactly yeah no, I think it's really interesting. I don't, I don't know. This is obviously not really for me because I don't really shop a lot. But well, it's cool. I like looking at nice looking know. things, so it's great. You for look that. at J Crew and Saturdays a lot. Yeah, but and I feel like if those brands were on there, you would you would flip through. You're always looking to see what's new and what's on sale. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, they're figuring it out. No, I, I think it's I think great. there's a lot of hope for it and i think there's a lot of opportunity it wasn't the i think there was so much hype around it that the launch was a little bit it looked great but it wasn't like oh my god i'm so obsessed with this i don't think Mm -hmm. anyone felt that way um and it's it's kind of the media's fault we all wrote stories that were like my 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 headline was like this app may change the way you shop forever i mean it was a good headline but um it may yeah, it may it do might. so yeah. but it's just not it's two weeks in and right we're not sure yet yeah and i haven't seen anyone talking about it since then so i don't know whether that's just because people don't talk about shopping i think people are talking about it in fashion circles okay still. but i'm saying i haven't seen anyone talking about it on the internet yeah. I haven't seen people tweeting like, oh, I just bought some shit on Spring. Yeah. No, you're, that's true. I don't know if people ever talk like – do they? people talk like I just, I just bought stuff at the mall? I don't – yeah. I mean they do through halls. 
video yeah. halls, but I don't think that the audience that's using Spring does. Right. They don't so. want people to know that they just bought a $1,500 necklace. That's not something you show off, you know? It will be. We'll see. All right. Uh, cool. All right. So check Spring out. We yeah. like it. We'll, have we'll see how it works. Uh, great. Next, we were going to talk about a um, couple things. What were you complaining about the other day? Um, so my friend Britt, who has been a guest on this show, so Vogue.com just relaunched. Mm-hmm. So there are going to be a bunch of fashion website relaunches. This The Cosmo relaunched a few months ago. Vogue.com relaunched last week. Style.com is relaunching this week. Um, L.com will relaunch in a couple months. There, uh, um, Fashionista had a had a relaunch at the beginning of the year and the only one I really feel comfortable talking about is the Vogue one because it's the only place I don't write for so I feel like I can have a um I can say it without objective yeah objective no they're not paying me right. for anything um does it look good it's fine it look doesn't look bad the, the I haven't seen it the it's I'm going to look on my phone. And yeah, see it. it looks – it's very responsive. <laughs> and so what actually – so Britt and I were talking about it and, and we were saying, uh, you know, the content is really great, but I just think it looks boring. It's just huh. not it, – it's weird because I also weirdly am not – I don't want to say I'm not a visual person because I obviously really like visuals, but I don't need big giant – I don't think big giant images make – a great website, even a fashion website. Hmm. I actually, and and I, I actually think they've done a good job with that. It it looks good. It's just not. It's just boring. Yeah. And, which, well, which and I, I don't read Vogue either, but my guess is that no two issues of Vogue look exactly the same, and no two stories look uh, exactly the same. Yeah, is I mean there there are definitely. Well, it depends on who you ask. But there are treatments and and in the individual stories, like the photography and stuff is really good mm-hmm. and that it's the best on the web. Like they did a story about – I tweeted about, about white shirting for fall and they shot it and it looked amazing. And it's like a clickbait story, like 25 ways to wear a white shirt, but it looked really good so, and it looked vogue It looked like photos that would be in the magazine. So – that's, I think, a great use of their resources and also a great way to make money. Um, it's just the – I was also on this website. What made me tweet that, that I'm just sick of the way the internet looks right now, is I was also on this website for these new headphones that are, like, supposed to be the, like, alternative to Beats. Have you seen them? They're really cool looking. They're, like, 300 bucks. Hmm. But it was one of those – pages that you know how they're really broad and they they the images go across the entire page they're totally responsive design or whatever and it's a huge thick panel yeah and it has one item and then you scroll and then there's another thick panel with more information and then you scroll up and more information do you know what yeah, i mean it's all everything's trying to look like a powerpoint yeah i, I really don't like that no i don't and either. and it it feels so dated already. It feels yeah. like this moment in time. And 
I just want to be able to read the thing. I don't right. like that's the thing that drives me nuts about so and I should say that I actually think vogue.com looks very readable. The my issue with it is more that it's just not I th- I thought Cosmo looked really great. It's not something I ever read, but like I thought it looked really really good and I was impressed by it and I thought it was very readable but dynamic. I thought Vogue just was a little boring. It could have been yeah, more exciting. The new New Yorker website is kind of boring looking too. Although um, it's that's more fitting, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, but it's very readable. Like well, the re- the article pages are really clear, and, and the, the the custom fonts they're using are really great. Same with the new Wired look; that looks clean too. Yeah, I just think that with those with those maybe it's PowerPoint thing or whatever. I just I just want to be able. I just miss. I like, I like the New York Times homepage with a shitload of links. Mm-hmm. Like I like pages, homepages with a buttload of links. Like I want to see that when I go. And maybe it's that most people don't go to homepages, and I still do a lot. Yeah, a lot of people don't. Um, but I want that. I don't want. I want to be able to read what read it and and be able to get to it easily and. I I just it all feels very stale to me, and part of me just wants a page with no design and just text links, even for fashion stuff. Even for Vogue? No, but what would the Vogue homepage be for you? I don't know. I don't have the answer, and obviously no one does. I think something more like what Cosmo looks like, but with Vogue imagery, and and I'm sure that's what L will end up being. Um, I mean, well, with L imagery and all that stuff, but I write for L, so I, I shouldn't say anything about that or promote it, but it just was not, it was almost a lot of these websites are doing too much and it felt like, do you think that's going to make a sound that I just bumped my, yeah, you just whacked the mic, but it's okay. Some of them are doing too much, and you're like, get out of my face. I don't need an image that big. Yeah. And some of – like, a lot of – even on Fashionista, there's a feature story image. Mm-hmm. And so when I write a big story, if I have a really big image, we put a feature story in the background. I think it looks crazy. Hmm. It's like this huge image, and it's yeah. just like, do people really want that? They want, like, a nice image, and they want great fonts, and they want – but. Do they really want like a ginormous image while they're reading a feature story about? I guess if the image is, is ridiculously great, but if it's just like some, but do they? I don't know. Well, like, people do your, really like you, a full two-page spread in a magazine with a really great image. Yeah, but that reading experience is so different. You know? Okay, but that's what that's what the designers are going for. They're trying to get that full spread idea yeah well i guess but if if you have a crappy image or something people have already seen or something that doesn't really deserve that kind of treatment then it's no good yeah i guess it's that we have to rejigger or i need to rejigger my brain to be comfortable with it like i never got comfortable with vogue's huge hero image at the top of their page in their old design and now they don't have that which is better but um it's like they went in the opposite direction, and now it's too boring. Cool. All Stories right. were great, though. 
two more topics. Yeah. So you don't like the way the web looks. So that was the conclusion mm-hmm. of that. Sorry. Um, it's because every other it's cause every website wants to look like Medium. Yeah. I might write about it in my newsletter too. Go for it. All right. Uh, so one of the issues I had, maybe we could say this. No, we're going to talk no, about it right now. It. I need. I need. To, I don't know what to wear anymore. Oh, yeah. It's getting. It's actually the summer is finally here. It's but it's going to go away in like two weeks. And I'm looking at my closet, and everything still uh, looks like either a uh, J. Crew gingham model or um, lumberjack. lumberjack. Yeah. I need something else. The hell should I wear? Yeah, I don't know. We need to ask Nick Screws. All right, but, great talk. But, well, I just think I, one of the things for you and for most normal guys is you get your fashion information from J. Crew. And J. Crew hasn't really changed its look. I feel like you look through there. You see that you buy the Saturdays magazine, even though they don't. Or I just really. go into that that store where that's all get, they have. Get, uh, yeah, and and before you were really excited about that stuff four or five years ago. Right now, and I'm kind of bored with it. Now you're bored with it, but like you are not to the point of going somewhere like that Carson Street Clothiers, or Clothiers, or whatever it is, and buying designer stuff. No, it's too much. Yeah, and it's also it's and. Most guys aren't. So, and Uniqlo is kind of butt ugly right now too. Yeah, it's really bad. It's um, having a bad phase. Well, I think one thing it, when you look at men's fashion, that whole heritagey look is kind of out. It's kind of over finally. It's been you know since two thousand seven, two thousand eight, and it's so it's kind of on its way. But you know, I really like. But what's the what's the post uh, lumberjack? I think it's like minimalism stuff, you know, not minimalism. Yeah, it's not minimalism in the, you know, high fashion minimalism way. I think it's like if you look at Everlane, yeah, that's the kind of stuff that is feels more modern, like t-shirts, sweaters, button ups. What colors am I allowed to wear? You're allowed to wear whatever color, but like navy, gray. Those are the colors that seem to like that navy blue sweater you got from J. Crew that you wear with button ups. Yeah, but what color button up am I allowed to wear? That would look great with any any color. Blue, gray, white. Should I just um, get twenty white shirts and wear one every day? I don't I don't think that's a good idea. Um Yeah, they don't that won't work. But I think it no, is now a, the rain there is, is here. a I mean that's the thing that with men's fashion is it doesn't change very often and then suddenly it it there's a big shift. Yeah, I think there's a point of confusion right now and no one's leading. Yeah. Yeah, because it was so such good money for so long that Does that mean that this next season of girls is going to be horrible? <laughs> Well, I think some people would argue that it, the last three seasons know. have been horrible. Uh, all right, so that didn't help. So I still don't know what to wear, but we'll figure that out. There's, there, there's still summer left, so maybe maybe by the next time we do the show, I'll have learned something. Yeah. May, hey, you know what? We're going to Paris. Yeah. Men maybe dress I'll... much more fashion forward there. Okay. They were wearing Stan Smiths last year with the girls. Don't Could know get what a that pair means. of Stan Smiths. Those shoes? Yeah. Oh, cool. 
Uh, all right. We had one more topic. Next Tuesday, the Apple mm. wearable device is coming out. Nothing has leaked about it because it's not going to ship until next year, so they haven't started producing it yet, so no one knows what it looks like. What are you thinking about? Do you think – but they'll have a model of it, won't they? Yeah, they'll, they'll have a prototype. Yeah. You're going to buy it? You're yeah, of course it, yeah. I'm going to buy it. I don't know. I don't think I'll be able to buy it until next year, though. How do they do the or- – can you pre-order it? No, they don't usually take pre-orders until like a week or two mm, before okay. it goes on sale. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. Do you think that it's going to have like a Burberry uh, check pattern on it <laughs> and all that kind of crap? Well, someone was saying that they might do a bunch of different ones to see. Yeah, that person I think was proven. I, I think no that? one knows what they're talking about. Who said that? It's either going to be like one and it's going to be silver. Yeah, I mean, I can't. Well, someone was saying it's a slap bracelet. I think I read that on Business Insider. Oh, like a. Uh, I think Jay Yarrow said that. What were those things called? Slap bracelet. Slap sticks or something. No, they were called slap bracelets. Yeah, but there was a brand name. Well, I I don't I didn't. Were know they that. banned in your school? Yeah, and I got in trouble several times. They were banned like crazy at my school. I used to, I used to when we were doing the like multiplication tables. I yeah. would I would do one slap every time. Do you think anyone actually cut their arm open, or was that a no? Urban I think legend? that was an urban legend. I think we've actually talked about this before. But I yeah, I love them. But someone said I read it on Business Insider. I don't know who originally reported it. Probably 9 to 5 Mac or something. Someone said it was going to be a slap bracelet. I love that you're aware of 9 to 5 Mac. I follow all those people on Twitter. Oh, nice. Do you know who Mark Gurman is? No. Well, who is he? He's a, he's the young guy who, who oh, yeah, breaks all the news yeah, on 9 to 5 him. Mac. Yeah, but half that stuff is always wrong. No, no, His stuff is usually right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but... It, I'm assuming because they're the only ones that seem to break any like unofficial Apple news. Yeah. Do you ever pay with your phone on any uh, services? No. I, like in a store? I buy – no. I don't have – the idea of having to download another app to pay for something on my phone seems silly. So when you go to like Sweet Green, you never sign up for their oh, app no, or anything I, like that? I've thought about signing up for it like seven times. I've never done it. I finally did. And I've you been pay using a this lot other on app. your phone. Well, not until like two weeks ago because all the places in Union Square use this thing called Level Up. Mm-hmm. Which oh, I have Level Up. been around for a long time. It's like a... Um, it's a loyalty slash payment thing. Oh, I don't have that. Yeah. I have something level that helps me plan my finances. Oh, that's different. But the whole idea is that the Apple wearable is also going to be a, a payment device. I'm into that. Like... But I just don't want to have to download a bunch of apps. Right. If you can pay with your credit card with something, you know, and it, like scan your – if it scanned my wearable and got my credit card information, I'd be really into that. You would use that? Oh, yeah. I just don't want to – I, I guess just, for you, you, taking out your wallet is more of a process. Yeah. I just don't want to download a bunch of apps and have different – but I if you can know. go into the system settings once and put in credit yeah, cards. Yeah, I'd be happy to do it. Huh. Boom. The future of payments. Yeah. Also, I'm sick of carrying around all those damn cards. You know, I have all those different yeah, gift cards Yeah, but you're still going to have to carry them around. Not every place is going to take this thing. 
We'll see. The the odds that that in the next five years you'll be able to leave your. In fact, I put this print this out and put it on the fucking wall. Mm-hmm. The odds that in five years you're gonna be able to <laughs> not carry around all of your credit cards are zero. Okay, why don't you write that? I should. I don't know. Maybe you know, five years is actually pretty long. <laughs> I hope that's true. But no, I'm saying it's not going to happen. There's there's going to be places you go that that don't care about Apple, and then they're gonna you're gonna need your card. And there's also always going to be like cash It's not like you're going to have two wallets. I have like seven wallets. You do have two wallets. I have my mini wallet for my. I have three wallets. I have my mini wallet for my debit card, my main credit card, my metro card. Then I have one that has all my IDs. And my other credit card and my health insurance. And then I have one with all my like yeah, gift cards you and stuff. think that CVS is going to take the <laughs> Apple Watch as your yes. insurance card? Oh, yeah. No. You're right. Anyway, we'll see. It should be fun. I'm not going. I just wonder if it's going to be ugly. I just eh, can't imagine it's that it's going to look it, good. It's either going to look that's yeah. my That's the truth is that I just do not think it's going to look there is a huge difference between holding something in your hand and wearing something on your wrist. And I think for guys, maybe, but the only one of those wearable things that I've even remotely liked was the Nike, whatever band it, I forget fuel, band? fuel band with rose gold details because it was uh-huh. like sporty, but cool too. I think it's going to be uh super minimalist and it's either going to look very good or it's just going to look very boring. But they've also learned that they can make a lot of profit selling little add-on accessory type things. Yeah. So that's where I could see like 50 different bands being available or yeah, something like totally. that. Yeah, totally. I'm sure that's part of what's Burberry happening. Burberry and yeah. Nike and everyone. It's just that we don't do a lot. We don't – neither of us have a lot of that kind of stuff. Should we sell uh, artisanal Brooklyn iWatch bands made out of reinforced construction paper? Yeah, I was just going to say we have all that construction paper. (laughs) That craft paper, we got to do something with that. Oh, we've been using it uh, gradually for gifts wrapping and uh, package stuff. What's going to happen when we run out of it? Are we going to buy a new one? No. It wasn't that. It was like 37 bucks or something. Yeah, it was cheap. I don't think so. Maybe we should start selling Needle and the Mouse branded stationery. Ooh. All right. Let's do it. This was fun. All right. We'll be back sometime with another show in the meantime. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe after Fashion Week. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, oh, we were supposed to answer a question for David Klein. Oh, yeah. What did he ask us about? Gap oh, ads? Oh, yeah. That's such a the, good one. Were there Normcore gap ads? Yeah. You haven't looked at them? I haven't seen them. Tell me about them. So there is – they're called Dress Normal. Uh-huh. And so the the video spots, the TV commercial spots were um, um, directed by the guy who directed um, Fincher. David Fincher? Yeah. What? Yeah, they're pretty good, I think. Can you just Google that so I'm not wrong? I guess so. I wanted I wanted to say David Lynch, but that would have been too good, I don't think. They do feel a little David Lynchy, 
because they have like I don't know the music is a little, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's David Fincher. Fincher. Yeah, so they're pretty good. Are interesting, but the whole point I think was that like taking the norm core thing, and Gap is the you know basically the basis of normcore. So Yeah, but it's not. Well it, well, it was. Yeah, it was. So the idea, and, you know, up. is to, like, look back. And I, they're really good. I And I think everybody looks really good in them. It's just whether or not the clothes in the store are actually good. And they're, they're not, not. And I went in, and I... No, they don't fit. And they they don't fit. They, they're not... They're not normal enough. Like, Everlane... I put on a pair of Gap jeans a couple of months ago, and it looked like I had a fanny pack oh. in my front. The, the <laughs> underneath. But the, the someone jeans. asked me on Twitter. Our friend Allie asked me, um, "What do you think of them?" And I was like, "I just wish the clothes matched the the concept." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "So you think they should go back to what they were doing in the '90s?" And it's like, "Yeah, that's what Everlane is doing." Yeah, Everlane right. has completely taken that market. It that is what Gap should look like, and they are doing some stuff like that, but not enough. They're so even when I'm. We talked about this so many times, but when you have when Rebecca Bay has been interviewed, who's the creative director, she came from Cost, that great Swedish brand yeah. owned by H and M. She said that when she got there, she wanted to do like a really muted palette, and the merchandisers were like, "No, everybody wants color." And the problem is when you're, you know, a $14 billion, $10 billion, however many billion dollar company it is, and that's your core brand. I mean, the other, they're making, they're growing in like their smaller brands, the ones that they've bought over the last few years. But you have to please a really huge group of people. Everlane only has to please people like us and, and people, you know. Right, they they had One the fortune of sep- being small. Yeah, so it's really hard. It's hard to, especially when you're not doing that badly. Like, they're not doing that badly. Their CEO is really good at cutting costs. He's really good at, you know, increasing margins. So they're, some quarters are bad, some are good. But they're not in the shitter. So why should they take a risk and and lose money for a couple of years when they're not right now? They can't really they don't have the the luxury of doing that unfortunately. Yeah, so it's just going to be boring. Yeah, and it's like we should just They should just have like one tenth of their collection called the not boring collection. Or or the normal collection or right. basics or whatever. Yeah. I don't it's just I think that's called unicorn. It's really sad, but it's also like this is the nature of retail, and that's why retailers should never be public companies because yeah. fashion is cyclical and taste-driven and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, At least J. They Crew got a bring, yeah. was private when Mickey Drexler took it over. You know, it wasn't – and when they were having financial problems, they went private after they had gone public, like – they have a little more flexibility than a company like Gap, unfortunately. Um, it's really sad. All right, I'm going to watch these ads now. It's we'll, not... we'll link to them. There's a Verge story. Watch David Fincher's Normcore ads for the Gap. Dark, moody, and bland. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I think... <laughs> what did David say that he wanted us to be nice because his mom is a, a 30-year veteran of Banana Republic? Oh, um, sorry. Well, we both no. went to the Gap, too. We, I, 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 Somewhere I still have my suede of, shirt of and, the, and leather boot-cut pants. To be fair, I'd say that Banana Republic looks really good this season. And their yeah, marketing looks better. I mean, I don't know for men, but they just... They hired a former J. Crew creative director, and you know, I think the marketing looks better. Cool. It's still not where it needs to be, but it's getting there. All right, I'll check it out. Okay, well, thank you for listening. As always, uh, please, I don't know what rate us on iTunes. <laughs> I guess that helps. I'm just trying to Does remember it? what people say at the end of other podcasts <laughs> when they don't have an ad for. Squarespace or something like that. Uh, should, we yeah. just, should we just give them another ad? A free ad that no. they're not paying for. Uh, if you have a question you'd like us to address on a future show, you should email us at hello at the needle and the mouse dot com, or go to our website and listen to old episodes and click on some links. Also, you can follow us on Twitter, mm-hmm. which doesn't really achieve much, but. It's yeah, we should needle and mouse. Yeah, why don't we? I don't know. Um, and again, our website is theneedleandthemouse.com. It is a Tumblr-powered site, so you can follow us on Tumblr. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch up with you soon.